Hallelujah. Amen. So this is, uh, this is, um, this is our leadership section. Amen. This is our second one. Hallelujah. Um, General led us in our first one yesterday. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, so, uh, I'm going to talk about leadership. Amen. And uh, I have thoughts, you know, just some things in my heart that I want to pass across to leaders. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, I have some scripture, but I don't know if I'll read them. I hope I read them. But since we are talking to leaders, I know you know them. Amen. So I may just quote them. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. They are really good scriptures, you know. But, but there are just some thoughts, you know, things in my heart that I want to pass across the Now, you know, first of all, I want to say, you know, leaders, pastors, leaders, you're all very, very special to me. Very, 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 very special to me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, you know, I, the way I like to give an example is that, you know, um, um, I studied engineering for a bit, amen. I did four years in mechanical engineering, and I, I spent time in DIC. I spent time in, um, in um, um, mechanic shops. Hallelujah. So, you see, I have a very special bond with my mechanic. Hallelujah, because I... <laughs> I've been there, amen. I've been under the car. I've been, <sighs> hallelujah, fixing things with them. I've been in the spray shop, the paint shop. I've lifted engines, removed gearboxes, and all whatnot. So me and my mechanic, we cannot fight. <laughs> you understand? Because when I see him, I know that man, guy, you know, <laughs> we did together. We're in the trenches. You know, we're in Reverend's office today, and Pastor Nugo and, and Pastor Rab did a, did a two aside. Uh, you, I don't know, you notice they did it. No, they did a two aside. I said, Yeah, yeah. They, they are in the, you know, when, when Pastor Nugo wants to say something about mercy, so, so there, you see, she's laughing, she knows. Amen. Because I've done it two aside. Amen. So, like, if generals are in the house now, Bobby and them, they'll just go aside and they'll be talking their thing, you know. I escorted Bobby to see one of my, he was one year my senior. Um, Bobby took me to his house, you know. I, I, I could see their, you know, their passion. Because, you know, they know they are in the trenches together. So it's kind of how am I with pastors, amen, and leaders. Hallelujah. Amen. We're in the trenches together, amen. Hallelujah. You know, so I, I'm not, um, anything I'm saying is, is, for our, is for our good, is for our benefit, is to help us, it's, Things I've learned. I do not believe anybody. I don't know if. See, I don't know, but I don't think anybody. Nobody can pay me to do this work. Oh. Nobody can pay me to do this work. Truly. Truly. Be collecting people's yama yama. Me, I cannot. Nobody can pay me to do that work, do this work. Amen. The things I deal with as pastor. I don't know. I don't know which, which money someone will give me to come and do this work. Amen. Hallelujah. I used to tell them, nobody should try me. Don't try me. Me, I'll leave this work and I'll be with my routers and switches, if you know what I mean. Amen. I'll be configuring one computer somewhere, one server or something. Amen. Amen. But, but God has called us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we yield to this call willingly. Praise God. Uh-huh. So, so I feel you. Now, you know, but the thing about leadership is that it pre-propose, it pre- I've heard you talk English. Presupposes. 
You know, the, the thing about being a leader, it doesn't matter how you're leading, but it presupposes that you have where you're going to. And it's the first question, you know, questions open up the mind. So it's the first question how to ask in whatever endeavor. Endeavor could be a church, it could be a business, it could be a ministry, it could even be your family. Where exactly are you going to? What is that desire? Where do you want to take your team to? Amen. Because you, you, what's, so what's the point of leading? Now, I'm saying this because don't confuse leading and management. Hello? What did I say? Don't confuse leading and management because a lot of leaders, we have kind of left leading and we started managing. Hello? Leading is, is different. It's different from managing resources, managing people, managing materials. And a lot of people, they, are, they think they are leading, but they are actually managing. They are just managing things. You know? Just managing things, managing the people, managing. But they are not leading. And you must understand that what we're talking about is leadership. Praise God. So tell your neighbor, you know, tell your fellow leader that now nah, leading will talk about, no be, be management. <laughs> oh, this is very important. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Oh, yes, of course. You say, oh, as a leader, you may do some management. But yes, I want to talk about leading. Praise God. So it presupposes that you have a place you're taking people to. So leadership is, this is where we are. When I do an analysis of myself, that this is, or my, or my team, or my organization is, this is where I am. Amen. And this is where I want to be. Leadership is taking people on a journey from a particular place, status, a particular uh, 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 not point in time per se, but you know you have a you have a way you are now, and there's a way you want to be tomorrow. That is leadership. Don't confuse it with managing what you have now and organizing what you have now. So it, it, there's a small switch in our mentalities. I initially want us to have when it comes to leading. Amen. It is about carrying a team from how they are now to how you want them to be. You see, because that's why I say it presupposes that you have a journey. It presupposes that you have a place you want people to be or how it wants to look like. See, what I've said, eh? every other thing is going to hinge on it. It's going to hang on it. So, you know my dream now. One minute. I'll give you one minute. Just talk to somebody beside you about what leadership is versus management. Yes. Yes, Pastor Muriel, God bless you. Pastor Muriel, I'm feeling you. Yes, leave the manager. We're not talking about managers now. Management has its place. It is important. Don't get me wrong. We do it a lot. But what we're talking about now is leading. It's leading. It means you're in front. 
It means you are in front and we are following you somewhere. Is it not? Is that what leading is? It means you are in front and you are following somewhere. So that's why I say, where are we going to now? Where did they go? Wait, what is the journey? What are we trying to, what are we crafting here? Praise God. And a lot of times, because that is not defined, we're just going. Where are we going? I don't know, but we're going. And you have to, you, you have to define that and you have to articulate that. It's, it's, it's amazing how we have not actually done this one. We have not actually defined where, where, where we're actually going to. As a church, your church, where is your church going to? Where, where are we trying to, try to achieve? You see, once you determine that, it's amazing the clarity you have. You don't become clear. What you have, to, you see, once you determine that, what you have to do is clear. What you have to focus on is clear. But if you don't do it, if you're just, every day you're just having church. You just come in having church. We just go, hey, who's preaching today? Where are we going to? Hey. Amen. Whatever team you're leading, whatever unit you're heading, where are we going to? Every day you just come, you have a mini meeting, and then you go. You're not leading, you're just managing. Amen. It hinges on this thing. Because it's, it's, that's what we're calling. We're calling it leading. Where are we going to? What's the journey? How will we know if we have arrived there? What indicators will tell us that we have arrived where we want to arrive? Amen. So if you don't answer this question, where are we going to? Where am I going to? And this is where we, what are we trying to achieve? If you don't answer that question, then how are you leading? Even in your house, how are you leading? What, what's your plan with your children? You know, sometimes you see people be like, so where are you going? Yeah, just write. Eh, everybody's writing jam. Oh, you're taught to write jam. Oh, let's just write jam. You're just going. See, leading, eh? Life doesn't happen to you. You happen to life. Amen. Amen. Life doesn't happen to you. You happen to life. Now, I'm saying this because this, it, it, is, it, it never ceases to amaze me how much God has entrusted in our hands. Do you understand what I mean? The, the, our authority, our, our rights that God has entrusted in our hands, it's, it's amazing. Amen. It's, it's amazing the, the, what, what we can determine by ourselves. Hallelujah. Now, Second question I want to ask is, why are we leading? You see, we're not leading, we're not leading to make things easy for people. We are leading so that people can do hard things. Amen? Did you answer me? You see, our... The, the result of our leadership, the reason is that the people you're leading, they'll be able to do hard things. Amen. Once you have led them right, 
they'll be able to do hard things. It does you know, you can, you can, you can listen, to, you can read about war stories and war generals, and you, you, some of the shocking things that they achieved, because they led their people right. They were able to do hard things. You can read about David's mighty men. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, they are called mighty men because they did mighty things. Not because David did it though. Because they, though, yes, though they did mighty things. Amen. So, you must understand that. So, the, the, the fruit of your leadership the fruit of your leadership is that your people, your people, your own people, will do hard things. And there's a lot, there's a lot of hard things that have to be done. <laughs> Amen. No, there's a lot of hard things that have to be done. So you see, if now you don't craft that journey, this is what this is where we are. This is where I want to take people to. And in between where, where I am and where I want to be, this is the journey we are taking. So it means that I've sat down, I've identified knowledge people have to have, I've identified skills people have to have, I've identified trainings people have, had to, have to do, I've identified all these things so that I can take us from where we are to where we want to be. Amen. Now, I, I learned this recently, and you know, I even had to even repent to Frank. You know, I had to, I had to stop, I had to think about things I'm saying, and I had to stop saying them. Because uh, I was, I was watching a leader. Um, they talk about, uh, I can't remember the topic, but I know we, we incorporated some of the material in um, in one of our modules, and. The person he was teaching, and they asked, they took a survey and asked a lot of people, the leaders that, the, your best leaders, your very best leaders, what is the one characteristic about your very best leaders? You know, anytime I see all these surveys, me, I'm happy because, you know, I, I, like, I like all those things. Empirical evidence. Scientist in the house, amen. Hallelujah. We want empirical evidence. It is factual. And they asked, um, they asked people, big, big survey, they asked people, what's the most important, your best leaders, what was it that you liked about them the most? And even if you don't take anything away and you take away this one, unless I'm happy. Your best, what did you like about them the most? What was the most important thing about your best leaders? And you know what the answer was? Almost unanimous, the most important thing. When it all boils down to it, they say, you see, I like this leader the best. It was easy to follow this person the easiest because this person broke everything down to its simplest form. And they concluded, and this is the conclusion, that leaders over-communicate. <laughs> leaders what? Over 
communicate. So I had to stop saying, actually saying some things. And anytime I see it, I had to retrain myself to, oh, did I communicate properly? Did I break it down? Have I broken it down in a way that they can easily absorb it? I stopped after, I had to say, why, why didn't you ask me? Why didn't you ask me? You don't have to start removing that from my own vocabulary. I'm talking about personally now. And saying that, you know, someone defined communication. He said, communication is what people do. Hey, you didn't get it. You see, anything you see people doing, it is what you have communicated. You know, hey, my people are always doing that hey, because that's what you're communicating. Amen. Communication is what people are doing. You say, this, but I told them, you didn't tell them enough. Because leaders what? Over-communicate. We over-communicate. We will, we will say it verbally. We will say it visually. We will write documents. We will do that. We will say it everywhere. We will, we will start to say, we say it until you get it. We will break it down. You don't understand. Okay, how will I explain it again? Okay, I will do it like, if you do it like this, I do it like that. We will keep on doing that until you get it. Those are the leaders that people enjoyed and wanted to stay with the most. Not the ones that hold information. Not the ones that keep it until later. Amen. Not the ones that are waiting for you to come and ask them. Leaders what? We over, over communicate. And communication is what people do. It's what we do. I don't know. We have announced it. Have, you know, anytime I hear that, I say, hmm, I don't think we're communicating enough. Amen. We over communicate. Amen. Because communication is what people do. Or is what your people are doing. Amen. It's about, you know, like when we're coming for a camp meeting, look, we have a we have a standing rule for the last two camp meetings now. Standing rule in KD. Standing rule. We don't send anybody. Because, you know, <coughs> you know, I, we, I learned something the hard way. That people like enjoyment. But they don't want to grow. Amen. People like enjoyment too. So when you say camp meeting, you know, by the time camp meeting is coming, you start seeing church full, church full, <laughs> church full because they know they know we'll pack everybody that wants to come for a capital we would, ah, you know so after some time we're like this thing is not sustainable and it's not working the point you will not see somebody he may not be in church but committee time they start coming they start coming and you know you know you know you know we're all intelligent people you know after a while you're like ah, ah no no this one nah. you are running on scam now ha ah, ha ah, <laughs> so we, we put a filter. We say, if you want to go for a meeting, from now on, you must have done Bible school. No Bible school, no camp meeting. You can come on your own, no? but if you want me to sponsor you, you want to come and stay in Redeemed Hotel or, or three days, you know there was one camp meeting. Redeemed was not available. I had to pay for three days. Kalabaratasa. Each room was 88k for the, for the week. That time. My boys were chilling. 
chilling. Service is going on the day inside swimming pool. <laughs> I tell you. Ah, hey. We have to do police. People are chilling. You are here, you are here. I worship you. I think God, you are like, I worship you. <laughs> Ah, 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 Look, I have, look, look. <laughs> hey, the things we are seeing as pastors. Look, all of you, God bless you, little people. God bless you. You know, I, I decided one day to stroll into the, stroll into the hotel. Do you know, eh? See, you know the things we do. I was staying in Chidao, a cheaper hotel. You understand? And they were in three days. I will, I will walk from Jidah. Amen. They just, if they just even jump, they may even enter here. But I was thinking to church before them. I decided to enter the rooms one day. Ah! I entered one room. The weed I was smelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like... Some people disappeared into bathrooms. Big name, big name, they call, big name, they call. Amen. Don't worry, they are the righteousness of God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, I, I tell our, we, we tell ourselves, if we go to, you know, in Katie, if we go, if we go and visit anybody, if the guy is shacking beer, it's none of your business. Whatever he's doing, don't carry any story. We fight Amebo. Oh, we fight Amebo. Because Amebo can run down your church. Eh, Amebo, hey. Amebo.com. Run down down your church. So we fight it. Ah, Pastor Jessica, God bless you. Well done, amen. Pastor Jessica is the champion of fighting Amebo. Fighting. And people can report to her. Amen. Report. Hallelujah. So put a filter. No. Come on, do Bible school. No Bible school, no camp meeting. Hi! That's when you start hearing excuse. Even this one, no Bible. There are some people that came for camp. We had to do express Bible school for them. No, I like. We didn't even finish it all. Out of 11 modules, we had to just take two modules. Say, so if you, because if you, we, we, look, we had to even stick with our guns. Some of the people, I didn't even know they have not even done or completed or gone a certain degree. We had to, so, when some people saw we are zero, they say, Pastor, do I want to call for cavity? But you know, you know if you want to call for cavity. You must. You must. So, we had to, this week, this week, express one. Shop one. To go out to clear her schedule and, you know, come to church office, sit down, we're doing this thing. And, you know, it's like that without, even your house, you know, it's like that. I remember when I was teaching Ferrami. Hi, Ferron. We're doing homework one day. Those days. Now, I'm the one trying to catch up with him <laughs> at this rate. <laughs> but I'll do homework with him, man. He was... Right, one to hundred. One to hundred. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to write. I don't know what to write. 
My heart is burning me. I'm like, it's what to what? Because you don't even know which one you do. If I should beat him, he will just go cry. I'll waste my time. If I do, you know, I've been to those kind of situations. The children, they will set you up. Set up. I'm like, which one will I? Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Where is this border? Where is this border? Come and take your time. Take your time. You know, and I, and I remember the old Copeland article I read those days on AB, you know, that we have to learn to follow through. So I, oh yeah, one, hey, I say, I'm here. <laughs> I go tell for you. <laughs> oh, one, two. <laughs> My heart, I'm like, hey, Jesus, please. Please, in the name of God. Hey, we got to 100 eventually. Hey, praise the Lord. Amen. But the point, point I'm making is remember, we're not trying, our job is not to make things easy. It's to Prepare them to do hard things. Oh, this is so vital. And it's for them to, and you see, and I'm, I'm going to use my son again. During the, during the COVID, during COVID, you know, COVID year, 2020, I was in the house and I, I, frankly, I, I had not, I had not, been that um, acquainted with the work he's doing. I just like check his grades. How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I just move on my life. Amen. So, but during COVID, yeah, I, I, he was at home, so I had more time to look at what he was doing. And I just realized that my son was deficient in chemistry. He was. The chemistry was bad. <sighs> you know, I have compassion on him because... Me too, my own chemistry was bad. <laughs> but you gotta do what you gotta do. Without chemistry, I ain't gonna read no engineering. I'm like, what do you want to be? I want to be, I want to do engineering. You know, so I kind of guide him. I said, okay, you know, just do elect, elect, you know, all these other ones. Computer engineering, don't, don't do it later if you want to do it, you know, or any other thing. But just do elect, elect. That's my, you know, so kind of discussed and such. So I said, what? Guy, you can't do engineering without chemistry. Now, so my son, so when he saw that chemistry, they had him. So he was like, um, so dad, I want to read your cons. I said, no, you're not. (laughs) No, 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 you're not. You see, why? Because why? Because you are trying to avoid a hurting. Or what in your mind is what? A hurting. I'm like, no, no, you're not. You know, interestingly, I'm studying economics at my final semester now. So I'm like, no, you're not. I said, there's a difference. You know, you don't... You know, you know, you know after you don't take for this work, you, know, you say, I kind of feel that God is leading me. God is not leading you nothing. You're trying to avoid... A hard thing. Amen. 
I know it's kind of you know home and church is very like very very similar. And a lot of people come and tell you something. You're like, uh-uh. <laughs> no. So you know, so I I got it. I got a teacher. And I'm like, you know what? When is YA? When is external GC? Because that time, you know, COVID year, schools went everywhere. So I'm like, spend this whole year from February. From February, I said, you know what? If frankly, it actually started. I look. Let me give this boy a challenge. Write external GC. Now his school has a policy that if you write external GC, they will expel you. I'm telling you, me and my own child, me and my own money. I'm like, turn the fire, all of you. You know me now. You know, and I call my son. I say, come. I say, let me tell you something I've learned. I've been in this world is a, a reasonable amount of time. I say, nobody cares the secondary school you went to. I said, you have you? It just a, nobody cares. I said, all you friends you have made in secondary school now, don't worry, you keep them. You will keep them. Just because you not graduate together will not mean you're not be in the same WhatsApp group. <laughs> I said, so focus on the importance. Just focus on the this one. Just, I said, I said, you know what? I said, let me tell you, when you're holding your certificate, do you know what it's called? It's called leverage. So I registered him. And it is amazing how these children, sometimes they're even more afraid of your school than you. Anyway, so I registered him. Me, I know they fear anybody. So I registered him, and I got a guy, started preparing my son. I'm, I'm, I'm leading somewhere, just... Try to prepare my son, prepare my son. Three months. He, he, remember, this is SS2. You are not going into SS3 per se. You are supposed to go to start SS3. So three months of preparing for all. Preach him like every day, like, like at least three times a week. At least three times a week. Then like four, five hours. Pam, 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 pam. Every subject that he needs help. You know, they are going through and chemistry was... And you know, he actually said, oh, dad, I'm, I'm understanding chemistry better. I was like, well, amen, amen. So... He's going, he's going, he's going. Then, so, I you know, we had, to, we had to come for a meeting. In fact, I was preaching in basketball court when he was having exam. And I was thinking about my son. I was like, wow, I'm not there. Which I'm not there, which is there, but I have to do the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, anyway. So, he writes. So, when I go back after coming, I say, bros, tell me the truth now. Tell me, man to man, how was this exam? No, give me spiritual answer. How was it? He said, well, well, yeah. I said, which one are you not sure of? He said, sure of everybody, but that chemistry. Oh, and maybe physics, but chemistry. Well, he was right. When we got the result, it was a big F9. Big F9. He passed the physics, so he passed everything. He had seven credits, external GC. In fact, they were hailing him. That way to hope this person. Because you know everybody knows external GC because the school is not, <laughs> you understand? <laughs> you pass it very well, so... You don't pass it very well. So, so even when the college result, they were like, wow, this guy tried. I said, he tried? They said, ah, this boy tried. Look at his result. It's external. Seven times a So, in fact, now you have seven times a year to write GC. Do you know that? Seven times to write GC equivalent. Yes. Two external GC, one internal, NECO, one internal, two ex- external NECO, then NAPTEB. So anybody that's telling you that he doesn't have his result because he doesn't want his result. 
Seven. I used to say six. It's even seven. I don't know when they added one, but seven times a year, you calculate your result. So anyway, so can the big F9? So I just registered immediately. So as I just got back, I said, you know what, let's just register. And the next one was February, because it wrote November, December. The next one was February, so just register for February. So he went, he wrote, he came out with another F9. Amen. I'm like, guy, you're going to do this again. Amen. You're going to do it again. And he's like, he's like, okay, dad, okay, dad. And you know, jam was coming. So we now even registered him internal. Internal, what was that now? Internal Neko. So the guy went, wrote, internal Neko. <laughs> and you know me, and a lot of people came and said, oh, God, Kai, you know, Ferran is a very sharp boy, but we know we have a... Um, do you know, even when I went to register, even when I went to the center, in the center, the people in the center were soliciting me to buy chokes. I'm like, no chokes. Because this life, this life, if you choke, he go choke you. <laughs> I, I, you, know, I, I know, you, know, you know, I'm an employer of labor, so I deal with people who, have, who choke themselves through school, then when you come to real life problem, they are choking. Mm, they are choking. I said, can I no chokes? So, he registered him again. He did internal. He still failed internal. F9. Not even P. Chemistry. And jam was coming. I'm like, guy, you're going to do it again. So I registered him napted. Because that was the only example left that he could use with his jam. And he also had jam that he was going to write. And chemistry was a jam too. Because he was doing maths, English, physics, chemistry. And, and but, but, but you know that first result he had? I was like, ah. You know, I was just, you know, thank God for the Holy Ghost. I was just at home, really. And I you know, I, would, I don't even know. I would take an open university. I was like, wait a minute. Ah, I looked at the result. I said, but you can do accounting with this result now. So that day, I just logged in because you can basically do everything online. Blah, blah, blah. I just did everything online. I just went to the school the next day, carried him. Oh, yeah. Go and start university. So that's how I started. I'm not even reading jam. So he was doing NAPTEP jam and doing open university exam almost at the same period. Like I say, we're preparing them to do hard things. Amen. Anyway, long story short. Um, Naptep came out and he passed it to the C4. Ah, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And when jam came out, you know, only 14% got over 200 in that their jambo. Only 14% of people, I think they had two... I can't remember, 214, 220 something. And chemistry was his highest. See, by this time, uh, forgive my English, I don't know if it's a good English, but my son had become a chemistry jugunu. <laughs> look, like now, you know, now because he's doing two universities at the same time, because he got into his engineering and he's doing open university, you know, sometimes the exam clash. So like, like, um, 
Like now, you know, exam is clashing. Some, and his chemistry is clashing with another. His chemistry in, in AFIT is clashing with an exam in Open University. So I was like, oh, so for around, um, so how are you going to do it? So we're like, well, dad, not to bloat, you know, not to, not to flaunt my abilities, but... Um, <laughs> I know, but this, this, this is the amazing part. He came and met me and said, Daddy, thank you. I was trying to avoid reading some things in chemistry. So it was no intelligence. It's not that I didn't know it. He was choosing the subjects that he will read because the white examiner is afraid of him. Now, why actually say, we know they fear you. You're, you're reading what you like. You, want to, you don't want to read what we want you to know. I know. So when he got the revelation, <laughs> when he got the rema, that life, it's not about just doing what you like. And you know, this is, this is, that's what we do. A lot of people, we kind of like, we just want to do what we like. They know this I don't like as a leader. I don't like it, but I have to do it. Amen. I have to do it if, if, if the church is going to move on. So let me give an example. You know, um, about three years ago, I think I had, I was like, hey, we have to revamp Bible school. There's so many other things that we have to add now. So much knowledge, so much things. I was like, ah! So you know what? So Jessica and I got together. We, we kind of, as, as you sit down with me, so we kind of sit down. We went through Bible school. We now got an outline. So that was just the outline. That was two years ago. You know, but it was, it was not the outline that was the issue. It was to now start writing all the content. I was like, oh. So that's how two years passed. No, seriously, two years passed. I would never really did anything. And I was like, but, but I said, it was really pressing my heart. I said, you know what? We have to do something. Okay, let us start. So we started, you know, putting it together. We shared the, sometimes we share it out. Okay, so we do this, we do this topic. You know, put it, a lot of collaboration. Now, the, my problem with it was that I was having an exam in front of me that was coming when I was doing this. Amen. And I, I was like, oh, have exam. You know, because we had to, so it was like a three-month three-month um, sojourn, three-month journey of putting all these things together, then teaching it for eight weeks. Then the week after that one, my exam was going to start. Needless to say, I could not remove Bible school from my head by the time it was time for exam. No, seriously. Because when I entered, I was just seeing Hagin, Kenyon. <laughs> Hallelujah. That was all that was in my mind. Just Hagin, Kenyon. You, you know, you know, you're going, you're going for exam and you're thinking, hmm, 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 the blood covenant. So, <laughs> while microeconomics was waiting for me, <laughs> my, first, my first paper was not easy. That was my first E. Amen. I paid the price. Hallelujah. When I entered the hall, I just said, God have mercy on me. Because I did not know what they were talking about. <laughs> Thank God I had one week to my next paper. That is how I, you know, I was able to recover myself. My GPA was not the best, though. It was, when I say not the best, it was three point something, but I know that coming from 
from the last semester. I'm going to do three point something. You know, it was not a very spiritual for me, my own standard. Amen. So we're not avoiding, we're, we're preparing people to do hard things. And sometimes we have to stick with them. We have to follow through. Amen. We have to follow through. But you can only follow through if you have crafted your journey. This is where I want to take people to. This is the body of knowledge that people should know. This is the state people should be. It's not about managing. That's why I said leadership. We're not managing. We are, it's a journey. You are leading. means you're in front. And you're going. Amen. Okay, so let's read scripture. So that at least I've read something. Thank you, Lord. Um, Acts 20, um, they will come to 1 Peter 5. Acts 20, Acts 20, Acts 20. I love Acts 20. Acts 20 is really like... Uh, amen. Can we just like let's just go to the amplified and read verse twenty-eight? Lord of Jesus, is that my echo or <laughs> well, somebody's coming in from the airwaves? We're just jumping into the Amplified Street. Take care and be on guard for yourselves and the whole flock over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you bishops and guardians to shepherd, tend, feed, guide the church of our Lord Jesus, the church of our Lord or of God, which he obtained for himself, buying it and saving it for himself with his own blood. Now, now listen. So look, look at this instruction. Take care and be on guard for yourselves and for the whole flock over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you bishops and guardians. The Holy Spirit has appointed you bishops and guardians to shepherd, tend, feed, guide the church of the Lord or of our God which he obtained for himself, buying it and saving it for himself with his own blood. Now look at next verse. Verse 29. I know that after I am gone, ferocious wolves will get in among you, not sparing the flock. Even from among your own selves, men will come to the front who, by saying perverse, distorted, and corrupt things, will endeavor to draw away the disciples after them to their own party. <coughs> party. Amen. Now, let's read it in King James, please. We'll still go back to Amplified in First, first Peter. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost had made you overseers to feed the church of God which he had purchased with his own blood. Next verse. 
For I know this, that after my departing, shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away disciples after them. And I cannot say this is more true these days than, I, I, I don't know. Than, well, I don't know how bad it was in their time. Amen. And he was, he was almost as if he was prophesying. He was saying that this is what is going to happen. So the instruction is feed the flock of God. Feed the flock of God. I'm, I'm on my last point here. Feed the flock of God. Feed the flock of God. Know your journey. Craft your journey. That, that, that's, that's a whole different teaching. But craft your journey. You know what the skills, abilities people need to have for them to be from here to here. But it's interesting the primary instruction given to leaders and to guides and to pastors. Feed the flock of God. Church, do you know that we cannot stop verse 29 and verse 30? Hello? Go back to verse 29. For I know this. For I know this. I, for I know this. That after my departing, shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. It's not, it's not, this is Apostle Paul. This is not bad confession. It will happen. The only, so he gave you the solution. Feed the flock of God. Teach them. See, you know, I think it was last camp meeting. You know, like we said, we put that filter. After Bible, if you don't come to Bible school, no camp meeting. At least not sponsored by me. No camp meeting. And you know, after camp meeting, we are working one day. Look, we are working one day. And we were like, and this last camp meeting, and we were discussing, oh, so so person said this. So, <laughs> you know, and they began to use their Bible school knowledge, and they were discussing, saying, hmm, you know, do you know, eh? look, I almost danced all the way to my hotel. No, seriously. I, I was almost dancing all the way to my hotel. Because that's the only solution. Amen. That people by themselves, they are armed. They are trained. They have God's word for themselves. Look, so I, I was happy that they were discussing scripture. They were saying, huh, okay, this person did this. And this person, and I'm like, wow. Amen. Look, because we're going to run, it was like a mini Bible, there was a program, someone told me, I think he's here, Kelechi. He says, he, if, he said his child, they, they went for a program, somebody invited him for a program, so they went, and the person was preaching the program, the child was like, daddy, that's not correct. Pekino. Amen. We can't stop the wolves from coming. The wolves will come. They are not going to spare the flock. Oh. Hey, the kind of things we are seeing. <laughs> they are not going to spare the flock. But if you feed them, amen, if you feed them, if you feed them, if you feed them right, hallelujah, they, they, they by their own self will be able to withstand. So First Peter 5, I think we read from verse 1. Let's do it in the King James first. Hallelujah. Many, many 
issues and problems people have. Many issues and problems that people's pastors trying to fight or trying to solve. Just do what the Bible says you should do. Feed them. Teach them. Don't worry about them. Don't worry. Teach them. Teach them. I keep teaching them. The elders which are among you, I exhort, who am also an elder. <laughs> and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Verse 2. Feed the flock of God which is among you taking the oversight thereof not by constraint but willingly not for filthy lucre but of a ready mind. Verse 3. Neither has been lords over God's heritage. But being examples to the flock. Verse 4. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that faded not away. So you know there's a chief shepherd. We are just under shepherds. Amen. We are just under shepherds. He's the chief shepherd. And I love what he said that the crown of glory. You know, when the Bible talks of crowns, it's about rewards. There's reward for this work. Oh. I know that it's like you're serving punishment, but there's reward. <laughs> I don't know about you, but sometimes, I'm, I'm just honest. Amen. Sometimes I'm like, oh, Jesus, man, why? Why am I leading this person? Why, why this person is punishing me? Amen. If, if you don't, don't worry. Don't worry, they, they can be doing spiritual, but me, I know what they are all thinking. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, let's read it in Amplified. Have you seen those members that you be like, God, if it be thy will, take this cup passing, passing away from me. <laughs> Pastors, leaders. Hallelujah. This Lord... Lord, you are giving me a ton in the flesh to humble me. <laughs> Pastor Joe, hallelujah, amen. <laughs> hallelujah, amen, amen. Amplify it from verse one, please. Oh, behind. Oh, I kept looking. I won. And counsel the elders among you, the pastors and spiritual guides of the church. If a fellow elder and as an eyewitness called to testify of the sufferings of Christ as well. As well as a sharer in the glory, the honor and splendor that is to be revealed, disclosed, unfolded. Tend. Nurture. Guard. Guide and fold the flock of God that is your responsibility, not by coercion, coercion, not by bullying the members or constraint, but willingly, not dishonorably motivated by the advantages and Prophets belonging to the office. Dishonorably motivated 
By the ad- you know, some people the way they do this thing, as if it's a, it's a, as if they wrote pastor on your death on your birth certificate. I don't understand. I, I, I don't get the so you know, honestly speaking, I don't get it. I really, really don't. You know, some people the way you do it as if it's a life and death situation. Dishonorably motivated by the ad- you know, it's not just talking about money, oh. Hey, it's not just talking about money. He said, dishonorably motivated by the advantages. You know the advantages? You know the advantages? Ah, Reverend Mosi, this is your chair. Advantage. Front view, front view seats. Advantage. Juice. <laughs> yeah. Advantage. When ministers, when ministers, when everybody's going, advantage, you can enter reverence office. Hallelujah. Advantage. Amen. Get your own office. <laughs> you understand? Get your own juice. Do you know nobody will stop you from bringing your juice to church? <laughs> you understand? You can bring a whole carton and drink it down it before Reverend Teddy finish preaching. You understand? <laughs> but you're motivated dishonorably motivated by the advantages and profits belonging but eagerly and cheerfully. Go on. Not domineering as arrogant dictatorial and overbearing persons over those in your charge. But being examples, patterns, and models of Christian living to the flock, the congregation. Amen. Amen. Patterns and models of Christian living. Amen. Amen. Leaders, feed the flock of God. We can't stop the wolves. We can't stop the this, this. But that's not our problem. That's not our own job. Amen. Paul says, I know that. This, it, I know. I know. I know it will happen. Even from among you. Even from among yourself. It will rise. But that's not our job. Our own job is to what? Is to feed. Let's give thanks to God. Amen.